Yeah. Welcome in and Merry Christmas Eve to everybody hanging with us. We appreciate it as we'll get you ready for this weekend in the NFL Prize Picks edition. It's the NFL Prize Pick Strategy Show. And look at this. We have something special for you on the holiday weekend. We are giving back exponentially. It's not just myself and Emac. Terry is in the house. The three of us have combined for a monster program. In fact, we're going to be with you for the next 90 minutes, but for the next 25 or so, it's going to be specific to prize picks. And then we'll shift gears somewhere else. Mike Awesome Yo is producing. We appreciate you hanging. Hit that thumbs up button. Look, the link right there below is for you. Prize picks. We're going to match your first deposit up to $100. And we're going to give you one free month of Awesome Plus Platinum. I'm scared to get into this because I am now sandwiched in between the king of rabbit holers. And that's you two. Knowing that with only this short <laughs> amount of time on prize picks, any little small divergence from the plan could cost us the entire program. And I say that with the biggest admiration and respect possible <laughs> because I love a rabbit hole more so than anybody. Gentlemen, Merry Christmas Eve to you both. Merry Christmas, pal. Good to be here with you guys. I'm glad we got the approval on the uh, on the three-man wave here. I think it's a good uh, good way to do this. And uh, I guess, Eitan, the way you phrased the intro there, I should say, you know, Merry Christmas to everybody since I'm the, apparently their Christmas gift here. Um, I don't know. I don't know how happy they'll be about that. But, uh, yeah, happy to be here with everybody. And we got some fun stuff to talk through. Emac, what's going on? Well, I see we're uh, joined by uh, Jonathan Taylor here in chat asking questions. So uh, he's oh, right he's probably making a few prize picks before he plays on Saturday night. So this will be kind of fun here. <laughs> yeah, look, you, you know, it's always nice to see Taylor or anybody paying attention to somebody else playing the same position, asking about Penny this weekend on prize picks. So we're going to get to a lot of different things. And you're right. Hopefully, Jonathan Taylor is focusing on Saturday because I have a nice, juicy plus 2,000 MVP ticket that I would love to cash. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm going to keep rooting for him by all means. Look, the reality right now is that we're dealing, all three of us and anybody hanging with us, we're dealing with this ridiculous, still cloud of COVID that's hanging over. So we're going to try to make the most of it. I think we're in a much better position than the NBA for what it's worth as far as you know, Christmas is still up in the air for the NBA, for a lot of teams. NFL, we're waiting, we're waiting, but we still have a couple of games that are kind of locked in. So, you know, Terry, every week, Emac comes in with this Bible stack full of research and numbers, and we always use our own projections here. So I don't expect this to be any different. No, I think that's definitely going to be the approach. I've got the, uh, the old betting tool fired up over here. I've got all my data on the dashboard in terms of uh, what these players have done week by week and uh, who's getting snaps and what our defense looks like and what our, our uh, game script adjusted numbers that we put up on the site exclusively are looking like. So I'm ready to rock and roll, whatever Emacs got in store for us. <laughs> this is going to be, Go this ahead, is gonna be a good one. Well, I'm, I'm going to jump off at the first one. We're going off script. Yeah. Here I, I don't want uh, Jonathan Taylor to keep typing this in chat. He's asking about Craig Reynolds or Rashad Penny. I do want to point out that there is a decent chance that um, uh, Swift returns 
for Detroit. He's been limited in practice, but there's a chance he's going to be there. And uh, Jared Goff is, I believe, out. So they're going to, I don't even know who their quarterback's going to be. I would lean towards Penny. Even with Alex Collins coming back, he is not going to take a full workload. And he has been less than effective there. And Adrian Peterson uh, probably won't be activated off the practice squad. He's been dealing with the sore back. So now that we've got that out of the way, Prize picks, a yeah. couple key things you want to know about this. They've been doing um, promos every day for the last uh, 11 days. They've got today and then tomorrow. So there are 12 days of, of Christmas, or as they'd like to call it, Pickmas. Get it? Prize mm. picks, MAS yeah. Pickmas. So if you go to prizepicks.com backslash Pickmas, you can see whatever their, their deal is for today. So while there are, aren't any sports going on today, you can, until uh, midnight Eastern tonight, you can put up to $25 in uh, as many player, $25 total. But if you wanted to make five cards that were $5 each, you could use um, Julius Randle to score more than half of an NBA point tomorrow to get uh, basically a gimme on that one. He is projected to score, uh, I think, right around 20. So that is something you'll want to work into your cards today. That will not be there tomorrow. A new prize and their final uh, Pickmas uh, opportunity will be there tomorrow. So you'll want to check that out. You sign up with us, use the promo code Osmo. They'll get you a hundred dollar deposit match on that first deposit. And by using that promo code Osmo, you will get, we will get an email from them saying you came in on our promo code and we will send you a coupon code for 30 days of Osmo premium content. Had to do it, Eton. Had to do it. Oh no, it's, it's amazing. And and look, I, I think every week and we do this with a lot of different shows, especially something like prize picks where we have our own projections. We're on our site. We're using everything, all the tools that Alex and, and team awesome have for us. So it's only right that we would give people an opportunity if they haven't already become part of what we're doing, a chance to experience it. And look, 30 days, doesn't matter who you are, what sport you're playing. You're going to be able to do some damage, especially if you're matching projections with what prize picks has, which always gives us an angle. So let's start, let's start in the air as we customarily do here and look at any quarterbacks in anything specific that you're looking at this weekend, E. Yep, I got a couple ones here, and we'll look for some, we'll look for some Terry's uh, additional analysis coming on in on these. I've got three that I like <clears throat> quite a bit right now. Uh, they haven't put a ton of their picks out on the board just yet because there's so many questions with who's in the COVID protocol, et cetera. They don't want you to have the money tied up, and then you lose lose those picks. They won't cancel your card. What happens is if a player doesn't play or it it, it ties, like last night I had um, uh, Drew Holiday for seven assists. I chose the over. He got exactly seven. That didn't lose my card. It just They just zeroed that out and brought my card down one level. So I had a pick five that turned into a pick four. I got the four right, um, and that was a tie. So it, it just turned into a pick four. So that is the nice thing that happens. And the other day we had Grayson Allen not play. All they did is just take that pick out. You don't get it wrong. You don't get it right. It doesn't penalize you. I think they're a little worried that if they put uh, too many picks out there and the people go in COVID protocol, it's really going to muck everything up. So I think they're just, they're putting the key ones out where they're, okay, no one's sick on this team and these games are tomorrow or these are the primetime games. Okay, we're going to put those out there. So there'll be more coming throughout the days. Um, uh, go wrong. I, yeah, but what I want to point out, we have three decent ones. Sunday night football. We have Taylor Heineke at Dallas. He's back out of the COVID protocol. Uh, the price picks is 220 and a half passing yards. Wow. Osmo has him for 247.1. Uh, uh, That's a 63% uh, success rate. The only part that Terry's going to mention, Dallas does have the number one passing DVOA. 
Yeah, that's always going to be a concern. You know, you take a look at uh, the um, the 2021 uh, passing yards per, per yards per pass attempt, excuse me, uh, and Dallas actually ends up in the 21st uh, spot, 6.8 yards per passing attempt for the season. So overall, the DVOA, the, uh, the uh, um, adjusted defense has been good. But in terms of yardage, they're allowing a little bit of yards. The, uh, the league average is about 6.7. So they're right around the average in terms of yards allowed. So I think he can, has the room to get there for sure. Um, and just based on where Alex has him, I think it's a pretty strong play for, for the prize picks board here. Looking at Alex's percentages, 63% to hit the over with the over set at a, uh, with the line set at a 220. So I think we've got a little bit of room on that one. I think that makes some sense. Yep. And yeah, if anybody, and look, oh, real I'm quick, sorry, uh, if any, if yeah. anything, uh, buddy wonders why, oh, Taylor Heineke only had 122 passing yards against Dallas a couple games ago. He got hurt in that game. So right. uh, Kyle Allen came into that game. And look, I'm just going to add here, as far as the game script, it's far more believable to look at this Washington, especially since we don't know with this Washington team, how fully equipped they'll be versus how continued decimated they may be with COVID for them to be down. Granted, they get an upgrade at the quarterback position, but that doesn't immediately mean that they're going to be up 10, 14, 20 points on Dallas. Chances are that Heineke is just going to be throwing out of necessity. And to Terry's point, if you can move the ball in the air and that doesn't necessarily transfer into points, who cares? All we need here is passing yards, by all means. All right. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And we've got that one, uh, just looking at the game script adjusted, we've got that one as a 59.3% favorite to the passing game for Washington, too, for the uh, game script. So, again, I just like another that. metric favoring the Washington side on the passing. We're just helping you, Emac. I mean, it's just more and more thickness to the campaign here. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. And, and we want to we want to work this one in because I want to I want to use those uh, Julius Randall uh, picks. So that's yeah. why I'm, I'm looking forward to bouncing these off uh, <laughs> off you guys as well here. He just uh, might score get, a half a point. Yeah, I want to get that <laughs> bonus. Um, the next two just real quick. So we have Matt Stafford yeah. at Minnesota, 271 and a half passing yards on price picks. Osmo has them for 317.9. That's a 75 percent hit rate. And that 75 percent hit rate is uh, is is accurate because going against the books most of the books right now are at a 280 to 282 um uh there with uh with the yardage so we get a bump there and then the other one is Derek Carr going against Denver this one will be in Las Vegas 247 and a half is the price picks number 270 and a half for Carr is what Osmo has the one nice thing about Carr is he's he does get a lot of passing yards he's quietly just been pretty productive and by the end of the game you look up and you're like oh my god he's threatening for 300 passing yards how did that happen now a couple of his earlier games this year were overtime so we don't want to look completely um you know at his season long numbers but uh, the 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 likelihood of success going against Denver, uh, not too shabby. Yeah, for sure. And Carr uh, specifically, 61.7% game script adjusted passing percentage there. So definitely like that one a lot. And then on the Stafford, 61.9. So both those offenses leaning into the passing game this week. And uh, we've got Minnesota on uh, the bottom end of the uh, of the standings here, 7.1 yards per passing attempt. So that Stafford one taking 10 yards off of the total that Alex already had it at going over 70% of the time. I think that's kind of a no-brainer. That's got to be 75 80% territory on that one. 
Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. probably my, my favorite one. And then rounding out uh, Aton, I'm curious about what your, your thought is on this one. So we've got Baltimore, their defense, they're missing literally half of their defense, uh, three or four starters and a handful of key reserves. And they are already a sketchy defense at this terrible point. defense. Yes. So they're in Cincinnati Gets going against Joe Burrow. Burrow has uh, 21 completions. So that was one of the handful of, of prize picks uh, that were up for Burrow uh, for this early, early on, early look on Sunday. Arsenal has him for twenty two point nine. I do want to remind everybody that if you're like God, it feels like he's done well in this matchup. He has. It was just the middle of the season when he hung over just over four hundred yards and three touchdowns on a healthy Baltimore secondary. Now it's like I, the lucky fan from section 118 coming uh, to make the, the road trip here into Cincinnati because it's just, yeah. it's not going to happen here. What, what are your thoughts about that? Because I know you like to look ahead uh, and you do your own parlay, parlay cards that you put out there on uh, on Twitter uh, for us here. Is, is uh, that one that's popping up for you going targeting against the Baltimore defense? Yeah, look, especially if you're if you're getting 21 right now, and I think just for both of you guys clearly paying attention to how porous at times that sieve-like Baltimore Ravens pass defense is healthy, as you mentioned. And look, if they are able to slow Joe Mixon down, if they are able to at least attack the run game for Cincinnati, it's so easy with a bunch of healthy receivers around Joe Burrow to see that they can just methodically work the ball down the field. It's not just going to be dropping back, throwing the ball 50, 60 yards downfield to Jamar Chase, Higgins, or Boyd. I think there's going to be a concerted game plan to just attack this Ravens secondary again and again. And even if that's just methodically working down the field, that's in our favor even more so to this thing hitting the over. I love the comparison or the projection really 23. So you're looking at fully, you know, two completions higher than that. But honestly, Terry, you know, just looking at the game script, how believable it would be that the Bengals can be up and that majority coming from quicker, just methodical game plan passing. I love going over here on this prop. Yeah, for sure. And for me, it's all about those defensive numbers and the, you know, the, the ability of that passing game. We've seen them have a pretty uh, solid passing attack throughout the course of the season. If you look at Burrow in the numbers, he's he's taking he's made, uh, averaging 31 pass attempts per game on the season, completing 68.7 of them. So by the numbers, it's a pretty tight, efficient line. But I think our game script thoughts and, and everything about the nature of this game and how it's made up is going to lead them to throw the ball a little bit more. So if we're completing around the same number and he's throwing instead of 31, even you know, 35, 36, I think we've got no real issue getting there. So I like that one. Awesome. All right, Mac, we keep it moving here. And this is going to be interesting because, again, we're still waiting for things as, as they continue to pop up. It's, it's going to be definitely go back and check. You know things are always volatile on prize picks anyway. So when you get more information, more things come up. But as we hit receiving yards, a couple of interesting scenarios that you're about to present here. Yes. So we've got uh, Devontae Adams, of course, uh, is always in play. He's going against Cleveland. They're uh, basically a mediocre defense at best. Uh, they are also dealing with some COVID issues uh, across their team. This is uh, 82 and a half receiving yards for Devontae Adams. Adams. The books have him between 86 and 88, and Osmo has him at 96 and a half. So that's going to be about a 65 to 70% success rate there. I'm just looking here. We know that uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Malik Taylor are both out 
uh, for the Green Bay receivers. They're also missing both tackles who are in the COVID protocol here. And then just quickly looking over uh, at the Cleveland defense, they are um, their entire offensive line is questionable. Malik McDowell and uh, Jadavion Clowney are out. Uh, their key, two of their three key backup uh, linebackers are out. And then their backup uh, defensive end, Odin, Odin, ugh, I can't say his name. Ifede Odin Big, uh, anyway, E-I-O, we'll just call him that. He's okay. out as well. Valiant so, effort, I will say. It was. Yes. It was well attempted. <laughs> and then wait for it. Their entire starting defensive backfield with the their nickel package, with the exception of Denzel Ward, are all out. Wow. <laughs> so wow. let's take advantage of this one. <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense. That's a pretty good target. And, uh, you know, on the Adams, the Adams one, anytime I can get to a star player like that where I'm taking the over and not trying to duck underneath the total that I expect him to get to or around makes a ton of sense. If you look at Adams for the season, he is averaging uh, 9.24 yards per target. And over the last five weeks, he's seen uh, more than 11 targets three times out of those five weeks, the other two being eight and nine targets. He's seen more than 10 targets total of six times out of their games this season. And he's just, yeah, he sees a 10.7 target average. So just doing the math, it's a pretty tight line once again, but that's why they put it there. I think there's a lot of good reasons that Emac just laid out where that goes over and they've got it targeted for right around what he's just in a normal game going to give us. So I like that spot as well. This just feels like one of these Rodgers to Adams games, you know, destroying the Browns, get rid of this on Christmas Day, get out of there. There's also this big narrative of who's going to catch this record-breaking touchdown, right, from the standpoint of it with the two of them together. I could easily see this being, a, you know, like a heavy targeted day, triple-digit receiving yards, two touchdowns for Devontae Adams, and we're just continuing this conversation about how he's the best wide receiver in the NFL and it's not even close just feels like one of these games absolutely absolutely and all that volume we know he's easily the favorite target there it's just there's no reason to dislike this one if you look at the game script adjusted passing we've got it at 58.5 percent 41.5 on the running side uh it's it's definitely a good spot the pace number that we have for the game script adjusted pace is down compared to some other games. It's a 57.3. If you look at like the Minnesota and the Rams game, that's a 64.5. Some of the others, you know, definitely a few points higher, but if you look compared to where the Packers average pace is, it's actually a pace up spot by a couple points for them. So that's an interesting aspect to this game too. Not the highest total on the board, but 46 is fine right in that mid range. I think there's plenty of action and plenty of uh, opportunity for him here. All right, Mac, what's next, sir? We're going to do one last one. Terry McLaurin here, 56 and a half yards on prize picks going against Dallas. Osmo has him at 66.5. Terry was uh, absolutely correct about the yardage. I'm just quickly looking it up. Uh, It looks like in all but two games that uh, at least one receiver, not counting tight ends and running backs, at least one receiver has gotten 50 yards or more and 17 total to Stevenson have gotten 50 yards or more against Dallas. So I do like that one uh, before we look at some of our running back options. Yeah, that, that yeah, one I mean, also we, we ran over, right? Heineke yards earlier, yes. Terry, so it would make sense. 
Yeah, it makes sense. And that gives us the opportunity to make a correlated play on that card as well. If you like Heineke yep. to go over, why not take his number one wide receiver when we're already projecting him to be over as well? Kind of lock those two together. And, uh, you know, if, you, if one goes down, the other's probably going down. But I think it makes sense that you're probably getting a good shot at picking off two spots with basically, you know, essentially one bet. Now, say it ain't so, Emac. Is our Jalen Hurts streak over this weekend? He is, we will talk about him on the next show that's coming up in about uh, 12 <laughs> minutes here. He is not okay. on the okay. prize picks uh, card just yet. He is still questionable with an ankle injury, expected to play, but I think that's one of those players they're not ready to put out there. But oh, I searched high and low for him. Eight I'm sure. I'm low. sure. <laughs> I knew that you would not come in unresearched by any means on Hertz. So there had to have been a reason, but you have a couple of other guys to look at from rushing yards. So we've got some teammates here, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones going against Cleveland. This is a Saturday game. Uh, Dillon is 42 and a half rushing yards. Jones is 45 and a half. Osmo has them projected for uh, about 52 and 53. So it's a 65 ish percent chance. I would not want both of them on my same card. I'd want just one of them. I'm ambivalent, though. I'm okay with either one there. I think, as I mentioned, with that decimated uh, Green Bay, uh, or pardon me, that decimated uh, Cleveland defense, I think the early work and any crucial stuff will go with Aaron Jones. I think if there ends up being mop-up duty, then it's going to go to A.J. Dillon. I think they can both get there. I'd rather not put all my eggs in that particular basket, though, but I like both of them uh, to, to succeed. Now, if we're playing the Devonte Adams one, is that something that you would continue to go to if with one of these overs on the running backs? Because to me, that might lead toward and I and I don't love the combination yeah. either way. But to me, that might lead toward like the Aaron Jones under, which it looks like Alex's numbers are slightly favoring right now. Alex has him at a fifty-three point zero, and the the under, and it might be excuse me, it might be different. Uh, yeah, it's different on Prize Picks forty-five and a half. So the line that Alex had was fifty and a half that he was using, and that was a sixty-two percent to hit the under. Uh, we've got him projected 53. So we're talking about something that's in the mid 50s, probably on the over side of it. So I'm not in love with those on the ground. But yeah, I guess if you're not going to the Packers uh, for the passing game, then maybe you go that way. But Emek, would would you consider the under for Jones and take it the other direction if you did go with that Adams pick on the same card? No, I don't think I would, but I would rather go Dylan uh as my top one if I'm taking yeah. Adams because the thought would be they are getting up because of Adams. Yeah. Dylan Makes gets mop-up duty. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, let's hit this one because uh, you mentioned as far as building tickets, parlays across the board, we built one on the Osmo Odds channel for this weekend, and it was involving the over. So I really like the over in this Colts-Arizona game. We have Kyler Murray at one and a half passing touchdowns on prize picks. So I'm curious where Emacs going with this one. So this one I'm leaning uh, – uh, a little bit on the over. Now I say a little bit because because what I'm thinking is some of we don't have as many amazing picks for this one. So what I thought I would do is make three or four cards of about five dollars each, spread out my Julius Randall pick, and then that'll be my gimme. And then I can mix and match two, three, or four uh, of of these NFL picks. So that's why I wanted to give a little, uh, a few more. So if, if this was NFL only, I don't know that I'd really want Kyler Murray, but because I can take 
the, basically the gimme there with Julius Randle, uh, I'll take it for about a 56% chance. So we are projecting passing touchdowns one and a half for Murray. We're picking 1.86. Uh, all the books are at 1.5 as well with Murray's because of course there's a half a touchdown. You, you know, it's very, very binary number there, but I, I like the over. Now the one risk there is, is, is Murray does run in a few more than, than we would like to see, but the indie defense has not been stellar. We could get two from him now. He's got two healthy pass catching backs. He's got Zach Ertz. He's got Kirk. He's got AJ Green with yet another week under his belt, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think the number two, it's not a full throated take this pick, but it'll be in cards. And you can also put this in a card where you're going to go with the flex play. So if you're picking four or five and you just say, hey, I'm going to take the flex, you can get, if you get four right or three right, you'll get some money back or win a little bit. And that way you don't put everything into, into one, um, an all or nothing there. So that's where I like from right. What do you think about that one? A lot of times it's tricky to do the touchdowns uh like yeah. that terry and then we've got some more movement here we'll, we'll quickly wrap, wrap up some fantasy points here uh sure. to, to finish out our cards but terry what do you think about that one and a half touchdowns yeah i like that one just looking at murray for the season 20 touchdowns in only 11 games right he's missed a couple of games in here i know he's been up and down a little bit not necessarily the superstar performance that we've that we've expected from him through the season but for all your points with the more healthy weapons the uh the actual sorry just got a DM there in the middle of uh, in the middle of saying something. <laughs> Is that everything stop. all right? <laughs> was that? Yeah, yeah. It was it was good news okay. actually about one of our uh, okay. partner promos and uh, hopefully taking the workload off of the uh, customer for issuing I mean, those. Not not celebration worthy, but still good like for music. From... Okay. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it was related to the pro- the partner in the promo that we're talking about right now. So it was good news from Prize Picks uh, as far as the functionality of delivering those codes and not having to necessarily right. email us all the time anymore and uh, and ask for them. So <laughs> a little bit lighter of a load on the uh, on the old customer support team, which is good. But yeah, going back to the Murray one, I-, I think it makes sense for all the reasons you laid out about the weapons. I think it makes sense based on just mathing out the the numbers here. And then if we look at the board um, in terms of our game script adjusted numbers. A fast-paced offense already for Arizona, 64.8 in our uh, in our average pace number. They go up in pace in this one to a 66.9. They're a little bit lower in terms of the game script adjusted passing percentage. We've got that at a 56.3. There's always the – oh, no. Yeah, that's 56.3. Sorry. Uh, and so there's always the threat of them running one in on the ground. But one and a half, I'm, I'm comfy taking that one. I like it. Maybe not for the top spot, but down card a little bit. I like that one. All right, Emac, I know you have a couple of fantasy points that we want to hit all the way out of here. So let's roll through it, my friend. All right. So we talked a bunch about Devontae Adams. His prize picks target is 20. Awesome has him for 23. It's full PPR. I think that one's self-explanatory. I'd still rather take the yards uh, if I was just going to pick one of those. Aaron Rodgers makes an appearance here. 18 fantasy points. Uh, no 300-yard bonus here on prize picks. It's the normal, normal standard uh, fantasy scoring uh you know, four, four points per 100 yards passing and uh, four points for passing touchdowns. So uh, we have Rogers for 20. He's at 18. I like the uh, over there. Uh, and then you can use that as a pairing with Adams for the yardage one. I think that one's interesting. Nick Chubb. I'm curious what Terry thinks about this uh, going against Green Bay. He does not get much, if any, passing work. We should, I believe Hunt is healthy. Uh, and then you've got uh, Ernest Johnson there as well. 16 on price picks. We have him for 14.7. I wouldn't mind the under there. And then finally wrapping it up for Jonathan Taylor, who left those early questions. I don't know if he's still watching, but uh, he is <laughs> slated for 20 fantasy points on at price picks. Osmo has them for just shy of 23. I do like the over on that one. 
Makes some sense. Yeah, just taking a look at, uh, at Chubb here since you called him out. It's a game that we expect a pace up spot uh, 56-3 for their average, jumping way up to a 63-9. So it's a major pace up spot for them. Um, 42.5% on the rush percentage, 57-5 leaning toward the passing game. I think they're going to have to throw the ball a little bit based on what we've been talking about in the, in the terms of how we expect this game to go. And some of these numbers kind of bear that out. They're also seven and a half point dogs here. So it also makes sense that Cleveland specifically will have to be throwing the ball quite a bit. And like you said, Chubb, not that much involvement in the passing game. So yeah, based on where Alex hasn't projected, I haven't run my projections for the week yet. I usually do that Friday evenings when I'm doing my groups column. Uh, so I don't have my number, but based on where Alex is at, I, I'm comfortable taking the, uh, the under on that one. It is, is worth noting, I guess, that in the last two games, Chubb has seen four targets each with a buy sandwiched in between. So that's at least noteworthy in terms of the expected volume and expected passing here. But I think a healthier Kareem Hunt after another week um, probably picks up a little bit more of that. He only saw one and two uh, targets over the last couple of weeks. So assuming that he picks up that, those targets, not Chubb, I think we're pretty safe there. Yeah, no, we're going to get to another show, the three of us on a different site here, Yahoo coming up with us as we'll break down this slate moving forward. And that's just one transition there looking at it because Yahoo has them projected under that number as well. All right, we appreciate everybody hanging with us on Prize Picks. Again, we're going to pop right back up. New show, new stream. It's going to be the three of us continuing for the next hour or so looking at this weekend in the NFL. We'll do it the Yahoo edition. We appreciate you, though, hanging with us for Prize Picks. Again, click that link below. You heard this great special that EMAC laid out with Julius Randall that you can take advantage of. Why not take advantage of everything below? Click that link. We're going to match your first deposit up to $100, and we're going to give you one free month of Awesome Plus Platinum. It's insane, this deals that we have for you on site here. Take full advantage of it. We'll see you in a couple of minutes, the three of us. Emac, Terry, myself. Thanks to Mike Awesomeo for producing. And for all of you out there who can't join us in a couple of minutes, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays.